You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. I've got a word this morning, church, and it's been burning on my heart for, I would say, three or four months now. It's something that I've wanted to share with you guys. Um, And it's Christmas Eve, and it's the most perfect time to share this message. It's all about potential, and the name of the message is Unwrap Your Potential. So let's say that, everybody. Unwrap Your Potential. Um, And I'm so excited to share this with you because it's just so... It's so um, relevant for today, and I'm going to start um, with a bit of Bible, because I think that's a good place to start, right? <laughs> Let's start with the Word of God, um, and we're going to go from Ephesians chapter 1, um, verses 7 to 10, and I love the message version. Let me encourage you guys, if you sometimes reading your Bible and you're thinking, I wish this was in a plainer language, and get a copy of the Message Bible, because to me, it just speaks to my Yorkshireness and, and my way of understanding things. So I'm going to read this, and it says, because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross, we're a free people, free of penalties and punishments choked up by our misdeeds. And not just barely free indeed, abundantly free, which I just love, abundantly free. And then it goes on to say, he thought of everything provided for everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. Churchy delights over you this morning. It's such a joyful message. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long range plan in which everything would be brought together. And I just love this because to me, it talks about potential. And let's think about the day we're at. We're on Christmas Eve now, aren't we, church? Christmas Eve, the biggest day of potential in the world. So let's think about it, potential and Christmas Eve. So hopefully, you know, Santa's got his sleigh full of presents ready to deliver tonight. That's potential. And think of the food. Is your fridge stuffed full of food? Can you touch any of that food? Were you like me when you were growing up, when you went into the kitchen and your fridge was full of Christmas Eve food and you opened the door and there was all the goodness and then your mum would be like, stop it, (laughs) that's for tomorrow. Potential food is always a good thing in my eyes. (laughs) This time last year, we decided to take a holiday um, abroad and we decided it would be a really, really good idea to travel home on Christmas Day. (laughs) Let me tell you about potential for disaster, church. Traveling home on Christmas Day is not fun. It is not fun waking up when you're not in your home. (laughs) I mean, it sounds really spoiled, doesn't it? You wake up by this beautiful pool, but it is not fun because you know that you're going to spend most of your day in an airport and then most of your day flying home. And then on this particular day was when all the border force had gone on strike. So we land back on Christmas Day, and in my head, I am expecting the worst. Cues, cues, cues. It wasn't that bad, actually, but I still had such a mood on that I was travelling home on Christmas Day. And you know what? It spoiled my Christmas because in my head, I'd set myself up that it was going to be bad. I told myself it was going to be bad. So my potential was for bad on that day. But have you ever been there, church? Have you ever been in a situation 
where you've set yourself up for a bit of a failure. <laughs> so have you ever forgotten to take the turkey out of the freezer on, on Christmas Eve so you're left with a frozen bird on, on Christmas Day? Have you ever turned up to a pantomime the day before or the day after and you've got the kids really excited and looking forward to but then you have to say to them, sorry guys, we're just going to go home and eat the rest of those sausage rolls, <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh, nightmare. Have you ever decided to leave wrapping your presents right until the last moment on Christmas Eve, only to be struck down with a vomiting bug on Christmas Eve so you can't wrap any of the presents and you just have to give the presents in Amazon boxes the next Merry Christmas. <laughs> There's your Amazon box. There is a potential for Christmas or for any day to go badly or goodly, depending on your mindset and your actions. And today, church, I want to share with you about potential and what potential means. It's developing now things so that you can have capacity for future things. But it's all dependent on your actions and your mindset. And today I want to suggest to church that we can unwrap our potential just like we would unwrap a Christmas gift. I've brought some wonderful Christmas gifts here just, thought, just to show. In my head, they would look massive on the stage, but actually I'm surprised if you can see them from the back. There are two, two gifts here. But I want to share with you today, church, three ways in which our potential is like unwrapping a gift. Are we ready? Are you sure? Ask me if I'm ready. Yeah, I am. Awesome. So the first thing um, I thought the potential was like a gift is that it's already been bought. Our potential in Christ has already been bought. When Jesus went to the cross and when he died for our sins, he bought our potential. And it says um, in Ephesians, the, the verse that we were looking at in, cha in chapter 1, verse 7, because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross, we are a free people. And that is so exciting today, church, because our potential has already been paid for. Just like that gift underneath your tree, it's already been bought. Well, I hope it has. I mean, there was a, there was a time in, in our family when, sorry, Richard, I'm going to sort of embarrass you a little bit now. I'm not sorry, actually. I'm just going to do it. But... <laughs> Richard likes to leave things to the last minute. You do. He likes to leave things to the last minute. But thank the Lord the Trafford Centre is open till 10 o'clock on Christmas Eve. When we were first married, I remember like looking under that tree thinking, that looks a bit bare, mate. Like, come on, show me the money. <laughs> show me the presents, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, and it, it stayed that way until I think he must have been up till midnight on Christmas Eve wrapping my presents. But fortunately, Santa did arrive, so it was okay. But the gifts that he bought for me were already paid for. And I just think of the, the Christmas story. It all begins in a manger, doesn't it? God had a plan for us that he was going to send his son so that he would go to the cross and die for everything that we could not afford to pay for. And this season, I'm just so grateful that he did that for us. I'm just going to pray really quickly because I just feel like I should. Father God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you sent 
your son Jesus, you had a plan in advance. And I thank you, Lord, that you sent Jesus to the cross for us, Lord, so that we can celebrate and have potential today. Amen. Sorry about that. Just felt like I needed to do it. So yes, church, what I want to remind you is unwrap your potential. It's already been paid for. The second way that it's like a gift, your potential, is it's already in there. So when you have a gift under the tree, the giver of the gift has already done their job. It sort of ends there. They've purchased the present. They've wrapped it up. It's under your tree. The gift's in there. Whether you decide to open it or not, it's already in there. It, it doesn't change. Hopefully that diamond ring that I'm getting in the morning, <laughs> it's already in there. There's still time, mate. The Trafford Centre's still open. <laughs> He's off. <laughs> but it's the same with our potential. When God created you, he already had a plan and a purpose for you. He'd already written it in his book, the plans and the purposes that he had for, for your life. And I love it in Psalm 139. It's one we know, church, but it's so poignant for today. And it says, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Gosh, your potential church was written before the days started. Like, just think about that for a moment. God loves you so much that he has a unique plan for you. I love that, and Christmas reminds me of that every single day. You know I love to count down to Christmas, right? I love doing it. It annoys people. I don't care because I just love to remember that God has got a plan for me. I have got confidence that what God's word says is true. So why would I not want to remember that every single day, not just on Christmas Day? So you'll have to bear with me in 2024 when I start counting. There are 367 days till Christmas. Sorry, just thought I'd put that one out there. The point is, though, that we have everything already. God has given it to us. We need to decide whether we're going to use that potential or not. We can decide tomorrow to open our gifts or not. They could still sit under that tree 300 years later. It's up to us whether we unwrap the gift and whether we use what God's given to us. God gives us a choice. He doesn't sit there and say, you must. He says, please, will you? We've got a choice whether we, we use what's in the gifts or not. Church, I want to encourage you, unwrap your potential. <laughs> unwrap your potential. And it leads me on to my third point today. And that it, that's, it won't unwrap itself. The gifts under the tree and the potential in your life will not unwrap itself. It requires action. It requires us to do something. Now, again, I'm going to embarrass Richard because he is a scientist. And I was talking to him about potential when I was mulling over what I wanted to talk to you about today. And I asked him, well, what's the scientific definition of potential? And he's, he sort of said, I can't remember exactly because I don't usually listen, but he, he said to me that it's, 
its potential is the ability for something sitting still to be able to change into something else. And he, he also mentioned this other posh word, word called kinetic energy. So the trick is to get your potential that's sitting still. To make it move, you need to turn it into potential energy. If it, Kinetic energy. If I've got that wrong, just, just live with that. That's fine. But in my head, it's the changing from potential into kinetic is what we need to do. And I've got a story to um, illustrate that, and it involves my child, Ezra. He's not going to come and join me, don't worry. But um, you know that time in, when the children are about two or three, and they love it when mummy and daddy hold hands on either side, and you walk with them, and you go, one, two, three, way! And that, that's Ezra, like, swinging up in the air. They do, like, this swingy thing. It was Ezra's favourite thing to do with me and Richard. Like, we could hardly walk in Asda without him wanting us to swing him down the aisles. But we were, we were had a wonderful day out in a family park, and we were being all wonderful, Christmassy. And Ezra's like, Mummy, Daddy, swing, swing. So we did it. We were like, come on, Ezra, then. One, two, three, way. And he's like, again, 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 which is one, another one of his favourite words. So we kept doing it and we kept doing it. And I think we were getting a bit tired of this because as an adult, you get bored of those things, don't you, after three attempts. But kids love kids, the energy that they bring. So this one particular time, <laughs> oops, we said one, two, three. We swung him up in the air and unfortunately both of us let go at the same time. <laughs> so he turned into potent, from potential energy and we gave him a great big whack of action into kinetic energy. And he literally went flying through the air, but it's okay. He was fine. He sort of landed with a big boof. Like, me and Richard, like, looked at each other. And you know that silence before the wailing starts. I think that was just me, <laughs> out of guilt. He was fine. He got up running around, but I was like, Richard, what have we done to our child? He'll never trust us again. Three minutes later, mummy, daddy, swing, swing. That's how you change. But, like, please don't be just, like, chucking your children around. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is to move from still into movement, it requires action on our behalf. And it's the same with our potential. God has, as I said, he's got a plan and a purpose for our life. We know that. But we need to choose whether we're going to move into action or not. And I just want to give you three really, really quick things as to how can I change from standing still to moving and unwrapping my potential with God? And the first thing is it starts with learning God's word. He has given us a manual in his Bible that tells us step by step how to live life. How do we walk in the purposes of God? It starts with opening your Bible, learning God's word and letting it learn you it would be one of my biggest things I've learned over the last couple of years is letting God's word learn me. Let, let, let it speak to me in a way that I understand. The second thing of how we unwrap our potential is we then need to accept God's authority. So we can read the Bible really passively like, oh, that's a nice story, that's a nice story. But if we're not actually letting it speak into our heart and accepting God's authority over our lives through what we're learning, then it's just like reading a novel. 
we need to accept the authority of God through his word on our lives. It's the only thing that moves something into action. It really is. And the final thing that we need to do is we then need to obey it. It's one thing to read it, and then it's one thing to understand it and accept that that's right. But the final thing we need to do is we need to obey what it says because God, he doesn't bless what we know. He blesses what we do. It's all about action. And I just wanted to encourage us this morning that your potential is there just because we're going into a bit of a holiday season and we're going into a bit of a relaxed time with family doesn't mean that your potential and your your ability to hear from God has gone. I would just like to encourage us over this next couple this next week as Lee said to push into God and say what have you got for me in 2024? What is the potential that you've got for me that I can unwrap so that I'm walking in your purposes and in your plans. And um, yeah, church, I just was hoping that I could pray for you this morning. I was wondering if you could stand to your feet and I'll just um, give us a moment just to respond to God and to just think about potential. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Lord, I want to pray for a couple of groups of people this morning Father God, I want to pray for people who may not know that they are uniquely made by the Father who loves them who may not have confidence that that's for them so Father God I pray for anyone this morning Lord who just needs a God word from you Lord, who needs confidence that they have potential in you Father God where confidence has been knocked, where there's been disappointment, Lord, I pray that you would make yourself known and that you would bring a God word to people this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Yes, Lord, I also want to pray for for people who feel as though there's, the potential has been and gone. And I just want to declare a freshness this morning. I want to declare a newness into people's hearts, Lord. That where they feel as though that fire is being extinguished, that all their potential is being used, Father God, I want to pray a newness this morning. And I pray that a spark, a spark would happen over these next couple of days, Lord, and that they would know that the best is still to come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 